0: Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasting and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. Right, everybody, we are back. Welcome back to the Fancy Hangover. We're all here. At, oh, oh, oh. Ah, man. As I was saying that, Chris ran out of the room, and now I can see his car starting up, and he is taken off. He just did not. He was here, but he didn't want to be.
1: So we told him to go to get.
2: Well, I think he heard that the Packers are having open tryouts for uh, quarterback.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're not having open tryouts. They've already got two guys that they said they're comfortable with. That's right, because they are not signing Colin.
2: They're not signing. Nobody
1: is signing Colin Kaepernick anymore. Spoiler alert! Uh, Hey, yeah, we to wreck the
0: wreck our main subject. Well, that's our podcast. We were going to have an hour long podcast about Colin Kaepernick, and then he just took the took the wind right out of it. I guess we'll have our normal podcast. Oh no!
2: Uh, All right,
0: let's start with the quick outs.
2: All right, so quick outs. Aaron Rodgers is dead uh, At the age, tender age of 31 um, He died of a broken collarbone Uh different one than the last time he Broke it Mufasa. Mufasa I feel like if he broke his collarbone
1: and he was dead I think the collarbone's a little Less to worry about You well, know cause, cause, cause he's dead well, he's, a football player, he's a football so.
2: player so I mean, His season might be dead ah. it's, it's metaphor I'm speaking metaphorically <laughs> I'm giving a metaphorical answer that's I, I'm using metaphor. I think you're correct, using right? that very nope.
1: incorrectly.
0: Nope. No, no, nope. no, no. symbol. Yeah, metaphor.
2: Whatever. I'll get. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking. There you go. Oh, we discovered last hypo- week we're, not, no, not we're really all not very either. good at grammar. It's
1: <laughs> no, it's, we, we it's, discovered it's a we're not good at grammar, so we, I won't judge you too harshly.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Mean Just no, mildly. Me not know good at English. So Aaron Rodgers is out indefinitely with a broken collarbone. Um he's had this injury once before and he was out for I think 7 or 8 weeks and that was when the uh, Maddie Flynn yeah, uh, era was going on.
0: The difference between that one and this one is that on the last one it was on his non-throwing side and he did not have surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one's on his throwing side and he he had surgery already so he is out for the season.
1: Yep, they've already said he's going to be out for the season so. So sorry Packers fans.
2: One, one. Sorry yeah, not you, sorry. You got to get up. The <laughs> pic- the picture of Simba like pressing on Aaron Rodgers like he's Mufasa <laughs> is the best thing. If you can find it somewhere on the internet, find it, laugh and then go, "Oh, I'm glad I don't have him on my fantasy team." Or go. start crying and
0: yeah, I hope nobody do. traded like a first-round pick for him last week.
2: Or like a first and a second.
1: I yeah. know, that'd be brutal. That'd like, be that'd be really tough. Maybe that's why Chris got up and ran away. That might that be why be. he got up and God, ran away. God, he
2: can't trade for anyone. That's that sucks. All right, moving on. Jameis Winston has an AC joint sprain in his throwing arm, which, I mean, Tom Brady had an AC joint sprain, but that was in his non-throwing
0: arm. arm. Um, Last year, uh, I believe it was Garoppolo had an AC joint sprain in his throwing arm at the beginning of the season, and he missed the next three games. Mm -hmm. Well, and then the rest of the season because Tom Brady came back. Right. um, I mean, it could could keep him out for a few games. It depends on how, how severe the sprain is. It could also be something that's not that big of a deal. He's
1: saying he's going to play, but he's not throwing right now.
2: Yeah, He's not throwing until, I think, at least Thursday. Uh, Jameis? Yeah. Yeah, He they said that he won't be throwing until the end of the week, so probably Thursday, Friday. So, I mean, we're looking at, what, Ryan Fitzmagic as the backup quarterback there?
1: We are, but that also means that they're just going to be chucking the ball up to the tall tall targets like Mike Evans and Cameron Brady. It worked
0: for them pretty well last week. I mean, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't come back and win the game, but they almost did. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, oh, Carl, I think that you've got your personal list on here right uh, now.
2: I do have my personal list on it,
0: here. What does that say?
2: The time of Bethard is upon us.
0: Oh, that is not what I read. It, uh, you, it,
2: you, you put a space in between I did, I letters did. Letters it
0: looked like there was a space there, but it was just because they had the squiggly line underneath it. But I, it looked like the time of Beatheart is upon us. And well, I was like, know, Carl, what are you doing?
2: On that note, I feel like he's going to be very hard to beat. Hard to beat. Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, they pulled Brian Hoyer and they um, brought in C.J. Bethard. Um, I, I'm i sure we'll be getting more into this later, especially if the uh, Wheel of Destiny lands on the 49ers game this week. Oh, we
1: never eliminated games, did we? No, we nope. didn't. So That's we're going one.
2: with them all, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, oh,
0: no. So, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, So the thing about that is that, yeah, he looked good. But you know who also looked good their first week? every rookie quarterback is nobody uh, that jumped into their game because nobody prepped for that quarterback so it was a surprising uh, style for the defense to go up against it's true I mean that's why um, that's why Trubisky looked good mm-hmm. in his first week and then looked terrible in his next week
2: well <laughs> he didn't turn the he, well he looked better than the other quarterback that's true that was in that game that's true he looked Joe better Flacco. than Flacco okay but okay
1: I'm, I'm gonna I, I understand what you're saying I agree with you to a point but Trubisky's first handful of passes looked good in his first game. As the game went on, and they had to actually call it live versus scripting, it was not good. It, it, he had a he's had two two games that are. just It wasn't terrible dog though, it,
0: and it uh, when he was calling it live, he was they they were rushing him. I mean, he oh, was yeah. getting out of the pocket and he was doing a fairly decent job of getting the ball t- at least to the receiver out of the pocket. I mean, and he wasn't also, getting as many yeah. uh, completions, but for a, a rookie quarterback coming in in the middle of a game, mm-hmm. um, I was impressed with him that week. But then, you know, this past week came up, and it showed that he's he didn't he didn't look that good. I well, mean,
1: he he didn't come in in the middle of a game.
2: He came in the middle of a game two weeks ago. Yeah, Did two, weeks, yeah. Ago. two yeah. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Glennon started him. the game. I thought last- Last, I two weeks. So, two weeks ago, he.
1: No, he last two weeks ago, two games ago was his first full start.
2: He didn't come no, last in game, in week four. No, last game was his full. start. Last first game was his full full start against the Vikings. Mike
0: Glennon threw a pick in like the first drive the week before that, and then they brought in Trubisky.
2: I'm gonna look this up because I I I'm,
0: I might be wrong. I'm, I could be wrong.
2: I just know that his first official start was against the Vikings, which was two weeks ago. The Bears didn't oh. know. I see, I see where you're going with your timeline. Okay, yeah. Te- two weeks ago, technically. Two
1: games ago was his yeah, first two start, ago, he but he didn't come in the week before that. Did he not come in the week before no, that? I thought he came they, in the before Glennon played that whole game. Huh.
2: Well, I Well, anyway. But, anyways, but No one cares about the Bears. Uh,
0: Golden Tate's out.
2: <laughs> yes, he is. But he <laughs> but, wins this week's uh, best celebration award.
0: Oh. With his millions.
1: <laughs> and, and millions.
0: Of, of the f- Tate's fans. <laughs>
2: fans? I, yeah. Of fan? Yeah, he uh, did the... And dozens! And dozens! Um, he did the... Uh, he did Dwayne The Rock Johnson's patented uh, people's elbow. Carl,
1: you grew up in the same era that I did. He is not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, no, he, he is, is The he Rock. He is The Rock. Dwayne can... You smell can, what The Rock is cooking?
0: <laughs> the Rock says...
2: Dwayne the Rock Rock. expletive, say. expletive, expletive. It's true. Um... But now he is out. Um, I forgot what the exact injury was. I'm not sure,
0: but they believe he's going to be out for like three weeks. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I I heard too, Was three weeks. Yeah, He's
2: currently listed as doubtful, but that's, I mean, he's going to be out for a few weeks. I think it
0: was a hip, but I could be wrong.
2: I don't know. Moving on, um, Emmanuel Sanders is also, he's currently listed as week to week, but um, all indications are saying that he will be out this upcoming week. They have
0: officially announced him out this week already.
2: Okay. Um, so I would, you know, look elsewhere in the receiving department from Denver. Um, and then Tyree Hill. Would you, would you, though? Hey, <laughs> would you? I mean, maybe I'd consider it like
0: another Denver receiver. Can, I, mean, I,
2: I don't think I can name another Denver receiver. Well, oh, yeah. Aside from Demarius, Demarius Thomas.
0: Thomas, who had a really, he was the only guy catching balls. And he got week. hurt in that game, too. Yeah. And
2: he, he left and then came back. He
0: came back, though. Um, I don't think I would touch another Denver receiver. No, probably not. <laughs>
1: Insert joke here. Giggity. Yeah,
2: and then uh, finally, Tyreek Hill. Last we checked, was in concussion protocol. It's sounding like uh, he's been practicing, so it's sounding like he's probably going to play this weekend.
0: Yeah, but it's a Thursday game too. But he was he was uh he he was a full participant in practice today. Yeah, is what they announced. Uh, so it looks likely. Uh, but if there's any setbacks or if they, they do a, I mean, in practice, if you're a full participant and just had a concussion, even how mild it was, it something could ring your bell and they'll take you out, So, which they should do. Oh, absolutely. All right. So is that the end of our quick outs? It
2: is, unless we can think of anything else off the top of our heads. Uh, no. I actually
1: did have something, but I can't remember it what was, it was, so ignore it.
0: <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Good story.
1: Thank you. Thanks.
0: All right. So let's get our hangover out oh, of the way.
1: I do. Know, I remember what it was. Um, to continue with the season long Ezekiel Elliott saga, he will be able to play for the next two weeks at least. They're saying that it
0: looks like it's going to be at least two weeks. Uh, one week because the, uh, the
2: judges on vacation. Yeah, the judges on
0: vacation. So they can't <laughs> try it. They can't bring it to the courtroom yet. And then another week because of a, uh, of a court or of a, of a restraining order or something of that sort that, that he got filed. This so is,
2: this is the most ridiculous circus. It is, like, it's a circus. That's,
0: well, the problem they're having right now is if the Cowboys start winning, you you wish that you just let that Ezekiel just took it at the beginning of the season. At this point, uh-huh. I mean the way they've been playing, because they're they're hope, hoping to just get better as the season goes on. Now with how bad their offensive line's been this year, which is weird to say with how good it was last year, but they blew it up. Right. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he's going to hes going to get suspended this year. I mean, it's its going to come up at some point, I believe. I, I don't and think
1: we can say that's official at this point because this could just keep on going and going I mean, and going. I mean, it could,
0: and then he'll miss the start of next year. I mean, yeah. he's going to – I guess because, I mean, I—I I, as a fan of the Patriots, I've seen it. But, yeah. I mean, as a fan of the Patriots, the way that the deflate gate went is that at the beginning of the season, they had something filed, and it was taken care of, and they – couldn't do anything for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. They had to take care of it at the end of the season, and then they suspended him the next year. It's not looking like it's going to go like that for Ezekiel Elliott, though, because they they're still going week to week in the in the courtroom. Yeah. So it, as a as a Cowboys fan, I just sort of wish that he just takes the suspension, like that. What? You're
1: not a Cowboys fan?
0: If I was a Cowboys oh. fan.
1: Okay. <laughs> you said as a Cowboys fan, so I was confused. I, I was
0: saying that as as, gotcha. as if I was a Cowboys fan. I would wish that he would just take the suspension. That way, when it comes to the end of the year, he is for sure there playing. Yeah. And if they're competing for a playoff spot, then they've got their best player. Yeah. But.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, hangover time?
0: Yeah, time to get rid of our hangover la- from last week.
1: It was not a good one.
0: It was not a great week for. Uh, well, it really, it was a really bad one for me. Everybody else had at least one win. Uh, you so had a wash. I had a sort of wash.
2: It was a pretty sketchy wash. Well, do you just want to get yours out of the way?
0: Yeah, let's get mine out of the way. So I gave everyone a nice bonus sud, <laughs> um, which did not go well for anyone that used it, Carl. Um,
2: I had no other choice. Tell me who else I could have started. So, j- that's true. Asa- well, Chris Ivory, but yeah. that's... No one No. So no one Jamal Charles, him who to get nine I, catches.
0: Jamal Charles, who I thought was going to have a good week, uh, ended up with uh, 1.9 points or 2.9 points depending on, or, two point, or three points depending on what type of league you're in. <laughs> Let's go with he had 19 yards uh, rushing and one catch.
2: There we go.
0: Um, so not great. They only rushed him twice in the first quarter because they were behind the entire game. Um, and I think that he could have got there two rushes for 19 yards. Looks like somebody's rushing. Well, anyway,
2: yeah, that's a pretty good, uh, yards per carry.
0: Yeah. Um, my other sud, uh, the non-bonus one that hopefully you didn't start as well was Amir, Amir Abdullah. Once again, it involved a team that was behind the entire game. Uh, but on, un- unlike, uh, the Broncos, Abdullah got some carries I think he had about 18 carries in that game for 54 yards.
1: I don't think I've ever seen such a high-scoring game with such little offensive fantasy production. Uh, speak for yourself, Mark Ingram did great. Okay, but other guys like besides Mark Ingram, you got Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas three catches yeah. for 11 yards. You got Amir Abdullah. Bleh. You got Eric Ebron didn't do anything. Colby Fleener didn't have a catch, and the. Saints scored fifty two points. There was
0: there was pretty much one guy on each team, uh, not counting the quarterbacks, that was worth starting. Yeah. It was Marvin Jones and it was Mark Ingram.
1: And even Drew Brees got like thirteen points or fourteen points. Yeah.
0: It was it was super odd the way that, that the scoring ended up ended out in this game, and it's because uh there were three defensive touchdowns for the Saints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one on a fumble recovery and two on interceptions, I believe.
1: One of them was an interception in the end zone off a deflection.
0: Yeah. Um and then my dud was Doug Martin, which it should have been a dud. <laughs> I mean, it was they were pla he was playing terrible. He had 50, at the time he had fifty two yards rushing. One catch for eleven yards, and it was like boom, the dud is in.
2: And then and then and they then... gave it to him for
0: a 1 yard touchdown run and then that's how we ended the game 53 yards one touchdown a catch for 11 yards as well um, so i'm calling that even money that's that's a bit of a wash it's it's on the lo- it's on the upper side of the wash like if he ended up with two more points then definitely not a wash but man i was so mad i was keeping track of that game i was just like oh man my son mits but at least i got my dud nope nope Womp. <laughs> We've all been there, Shane. Still, uh, I mean, with people that were expecting Martin to to repeat from the week before, were you know sorely mistaken there because he did not look as good as he did against, as he did against the Patriots.
1: Well, that yeah, I think that has a little. well, I guess no, because they well they were down really early though. Tampa Bay was down twenty four points and a half. And then they were down 31 by five minutes into the third quarter. So they didn't really have enough, a lot of, a lot of opportunities do, to give the ball. They do, but he wasn't,
0: he still ended up with, uh, I want to say like 16 or 17 carries and didn't make anything of them. Like, yeah. No, like he did against the Patriots. Yeah. Where he had a, a small amount of carries and was, you know, getting fishing, the chance. Efficient, yep. So um, I'll take that as a win. Carl, what's yours look like?
2: Um. So my sud was not a sud at all. Um. I told you guys to put some money on Duke Johnson against Houston's defense. Yep, that was a mistake. Although he had he rushed for he had five rushes for forty yards. So that's like a what eight yards eight yards per carry. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um. He had three receptions for negative one yard. Yeah, that's total. three points. That's that in a PPR. That is three points in a PPR. He had seven points in a PPR, but that's four I mean, points in non four points in non. That's not that's not good numbers. Those aren't no. I mean, those are. I relief. expected
0: more from him that week. I actually I, I liked that that son at the time, uh, especially going up against Houston. I thought I thought there'd be a lot of checkdowns to Duke Johnson.
2: Oh, for sure, but then didn't work out the way. Well, the we problem is every
1: time Kevin Hogan threw a pass it got picked off. That's true. That's not wrong. There's a reason why Deshaun Kaiser's back next week. Have they announced that? They
0: announced Deshaun Kaiser as the starter. Just, which I honestly think that they should just stick with him the rest of the year.
2: Was it you I was talking They uh was talking about the just giving the Peyton Manning treatment? Yeah, Peyton Manning was, yeah. They,
0: they kept Peyton Manning in the game the his entire rookie season, and he did not have a great rookie season. Uh he had a lot of picks, they were they lost a lot. And but it was good uh it was good for him. I mean it, it worked for Peyton Manning, it's what he needed. Well at and I the feel time like the same kind of thing for Deshaun Kaiser.
1: At the time I think he set a rookie record for turnovers in a season. Yeah. Yeah. That was broken by Andrew Luck. <laughs> yep. So I mean but hey, I and I'm not, I am not do not think you're saying that Kaiser's gonna be Manning, but no, just I'm give not, him that No, I'm treatment. not even saying
0: Kaiser's gonna be Luck. I'm just saying yeah. that
1: Give him a stick shot. Stick with
0: him. I mean, you're you're obviously a bad team. You're a team that's not gonna win a lot. Just stick with your rookie quarterback. Give him the experience and and let him learn. At
1: this point, I say put the guy in who is going to help you lose the most games. Well, then stick with Kevin Hogan. But, but I mean, to be honest, I mean, right now they're in a battle for the number one pick with San Francisco. Yeah. Between them and San Francisco, they're both winless teams. And the Giants. Giants have won a game. They've won one. They've won one.
0: Don't. uh, But that's one's not. They are going to be in that. You know what? Actually, I want the Giants to win a couple more. So that they're in like that no man's land of like pick like ten,
2: <laughs> savage. All right, Carl,
1: your dud. Did you go over your dud?
2: Um, no, my dud was the Green Bay Packers backfield, which it hit. was a hit, solid. Um, they only managed to rush for seventy two total yards between them. I didn't see how. Not looking at how Aaron Jones
1: had like twenty two something like that. And I
2: think Ty Montgomery had like forty, like forty, but. I mean it obviously the entire Green Bay Packers game plan kind of got thrown for a loop when Aaron Rodgers got uh thrown for a loop thrown for a loop yeah um uh it sort of showed the uh cracks in the in the armor if you will
0: which uh I would like to bring up now we've talked about this a little bit off mic but uh big talk from Mike McCarthy oh yeah and from some Packers defenders that that was a dirty hit I am not I'm I'm not a Vikings fan. Like they're not my team. They're not my number 2 team even. I I enjoy watching them cuz I get to see them and I have to enjoy watching them otherwise I get I have to watch <laughs> terrible football. Um True. but Barr is a clean player and it was a clean hit.
2: Oh yeah,
1: 100% that was a clean hit.
2: Like in football you're always told to finish your tackle and he was finishing his tackle like yeah. no, And I, and guess who came out and said
1: that it was a dirty hit on Monday? Skip Bayless. Oh, he no, came out I and he was arguing that it was a dirty uh, hit. Yeah, he's a terrible announcer. In, I don't. in his opinion, in his exact argument was that a quarterback should not be able to get hit outside of the pocket before they cross the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's well, stupid. Then that, what are you playing then? Exactly. You're only allowed to two-hand touch him? I mean, yeah. that's so dumb. Um, Even then, sometimes you get flagged for two-hand touching him. Yeah, refs right. didn't throw a flag. Nope. Um, the announcers didn't, didn't think it was dirty.
2: Which the, the VP was of... Jo- fi- it was, no, it wasn't Joe Buck, but it was Troy Aikman who yeah. loves him some Aaron Rodgers. And, and Aaron the Rodger- VP
1: of officiating came out and said right after, because they went to commercial and came back. Yeah. Oh yeah, the right VP around. of officiating came out and said, this was a clean hit. It was in the numbers. It wasn't blindsided. He was within a step of hitting him. It's done.
0: Yeah. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers got up and walked away from it, nobody would have talked about it being a dirty hit. No, not a single person would have said something. Nope. Uh, and speaking of, of uh, not throwing flags, did any of you see uh, Kiko Alonso picking up Taylor Gabriel and running 10 yards with him? No, no. So Gabriel was jumping up for a pass and it sailed over his head and Kiko was like too far into him to like stop the hit completely. So instead of actually hitting him and driving him to the ground and and risking a hit on defenseless receiver, he literally picks him up over his shoulder and then runs 10 yards downfield and then sets him down gently. And no flag was thrown because he didn't drive him. He didn't drive into him and and so they didn't call a hit on defenseless receiver. That's hilarious. (laughs) It was solid. It was like the best way to cover up for that because you could tell that like, he was just like, there's no way I'm going to stop myself from touching this guy. So, let's just pick him up.
1: I'm going to watch this video right now. Um, well, let's, I'm going to, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's <laughs> actually, yeah, he he just literally picked him up like a child and carried him. Yep. Uh Zach, let's get to yours. Uh my sud of the week uh was a hit. Um it was D De- not Deshaun. Deshaun. <laughs> Deshaun Deshaun. Deshaun Watson De-Sean Hill? Houston Texans. Uh came out, had another two hundred plus yard passing game. He had three touchdowns. He did have a pick, but um he made up for that with twenty yard twenty plus yards rushing. Yeah. So cancelled out. Can't really can't really argue with twenty points out of a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, um,
0: he is putting up uh he is the Give quarterback a one name right of, now. Start me every week,
1: almost. He's like, a quarterback one right now. I in the NFL. I would start him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You you have to start him. Mm-hmm. I would. And if you have an asset, let's say you have an asset where like you have Tom Brady, and then you also have Deshaun Watson, trade Tom Brady. Yeah. Trade the name value of that quarterback, like or even Drew Brees. You know, guys like that, trade him. Um, my dud, on the other hand was not so successful. Although I'll, I'm going to call it a wash. Because of the fact that it was the New York Giants. Yes, they won the game. They had a 100-yard rusher for the first time, and I don't even remember how long, probably last year at least. But they didn't... Their tight end was the leading receiver with five catches and 82 yards, and no other receiver had more than two catches. I I see what you're saying
0: here, but uh, let's go with how many... uh you chose an entire offense as a dud.
1: Yeah. How,
0: I, I would say that you would need... If one person is a star, is a startable player from that offense... Yeah, there were two. Then then you're solid as a dud. But if there's more than one, then I, I would say that, that you missed.
1: The, and there were two, because Orleans Darkwell was a startable player, and, and Evan so was, was Evan well. Ingram. Evan Ingram actually caused me to lose a match this week, so... He's a he's a jerk. So I'm I'm gonna call that a uh, I'm gonna call that a
0: miss for you. I would just yeah. say one starter would, would be even money, and then two would be a miss.
1: I'll I'll agree.
0: Um, all right. So let's go over. I'm gonna go over here. Chris's Suds and Duds. Uh, he had the best of the week. I would I would say. Um, you know what? No, he he pretty much he he, t- he about tied with Carl. I would say because his dud was Jordy Nelson, Wait. who no touchdowns, but he had six catches for sixty yards. So I mean, in a, a non PPR league. That's that's a fairly fairly dud. I mean, he had six yeah. points right. in a PPR league. That's twelve points. Not as much of a dud anymore, but still PPR twelve points. Not fantastic.
1: Not fantastic, but it's not going to kill your week.
0: Yeah, so I'm calling that even money. Yep, I agree. Uh, and then his sud was Demarco Murray, which was pretty good there. Um, so let's go non PPR points. He he ended up with fourteen, and PPR points he ended with eighteen. Demarco he Murray's ed- a jerk. Four catches, 47 yards, uh, 40 yards on the ground, and a touchdown. So pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, with that said, looks like he is the second go-to back in that backfield because he got outplayed by uh, Derrick Henry.
1: Yes, he did. He got outplayed by Derrick Henry, and he got outsnapped by Derrick Henry, but Murray was also taken off the field a lot, dealing with hamstring issues that he's been dealing with all year. So it's not like it was because of his play. I mean, even though his play wasn't great, it was because he's he's injured.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Derrick Henry has been proving that. I mean, they've got a they've got kind of a Tevin Coleman, Devonte Freeman thing going on. Very in back yeah. At this point, I'll agree. Where there there will be weeks like this past week that you should start them both. Um, I mean, it's less so in Atlanta this year than than it was last year, but there's yeah. still weeks that Tevin Coleman's got a really good week. Um, yep. in the, in the he had a touchdown field, so. this last week, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so it's one of those rare two-headed running back situations. Yeah. All right. So, with that said, let's find out. Sorry, I'm just. I don't have any nails. I just. Oh. The popping, pop, popping, locking, and dropping
2: the tabs. Um, I didn't think you could find a new one, but I think you just did.
0: Uh, what's on tap? Um, well, I'm drinking uh, wick, uh, naked, naked, nicked, <laughs> naked night.
1: Are you drinking naked? What?
2: What?
0: what? So, uh, who did you pick up this week? It's nicked. Like I'm real nicked off. <laughs> I don't know. What? So, so start. Let's start with the guy that we just talked about a little bit. Orleans Darwa. Darkwa. Darkwa. Dark wah. Dark, wah. Dark, dark, wah. dark
2: Dark Dark
0: Dark Star. Wah. Wah. <laughs> okay, Peter Griffin. Let's go for Waluigi.
2: Wah. Going for the Waluigi. Oh jeez.
0: Alright, so Orleans Darkwa. Um over hundred yards on minimal carries. Like I think he had fifteen. I thought he had more than that. Uh we're gonna hold this I'll up. check I'll check really quick. Um so, uh, well, no matter how many carries he had, he was he's the he's the all downs back in in the Giants' backfield. Um,
2: uh, he had twenty one carries. Oh, he had twenty one for yep. one
0: seventeen, and then yep. he
2: had one catch for thirteen yards. But I mean, he was averaging five over five and a half yards per carry. Um, he's steadily been getting better in terms of yards per carry. Well, he's finally healthy,
1: right? Although he his next two weeks. I mean, one week he's going to, next week he goes against, or this coming week he goes against Seattle. And then the week after, he's got a bye. So, are you feeling really comfortable starting him this week? I would say no, but pick him up to stash him because then he's got the Rams and the Niners after the bye.
2: If I'm dealing with a lot of injuries, I would not mind him at all in like a flex play. Okay. Like, if I, especially like if I've got, you know, a situation where I've got, um, you know some guys from Atlanta or, or not Atlanta uh Detroit or Houston like uh, yeah. Thomas Golden Tate like and I need you know some sort of like flex play in there okay um, I
0: I wouldn't be terrible starting uh Darkwell this week against Seattle Seattle's given up five yards a carry to rushers this year yeah. so it's um it's not a bad situation to be in I mean those numbers get inflated with big gains and things like that when you look at the season numbers. Yeah. Um, but with that said, I, I mean, like like Carl was saying, if you've got if you've got injury, if you got the injury bug or um, bye weeks, although I mean, Amir Abdullah is pro- hopefully not one of your starters.
2: You're probably uh, looking at Lamar Miller.
0: Um, Lam- you mean Lammy Mills? Lammy Mills. Good old Lammy Mills.
2: And then, uh, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, he's not he's not a terrible start in in a flex position if you, if you got some injuries going on. Okay. There's a lot of injured wide receivers right now.
1: There's a lot of injured everything.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, moving on, let's go to uh some quarterback position here. We got uh we've been talking about him a little bit all all podcast and we've probably brought up a couple more times, Brett Hundley. The UCLA product, a uh, former sixth round pick uh did I get that fifth right? R- fifth round. Fifth round pick out of out of Ookla. Um, he's, what, a third-year player?
2: Third year. Uh, he went uh, 18 for 33, so, I mean, for 157 yards, one touchdown, and three picks against uh, a, a very good Minnesota Vikings defense.
0: Yeah, in his second, second uh, game this season, first one he went one for one for zero yards.
2: But, man, he completed that pass.
0: He completed the hell out of that pass good for you um i mean he was playing against a good defense good good uh pass defense last week with no prep against him really right and now he gets to prep against a bad pass defense
2: yeah well i mean we say that but they did put up pretty good they're facing the saints and the saints made matt stafford look Somewhat human last week. They
0: made some plays, but Matt Stafford's not looked like the Matt Stafford of old uh, this season.
2: No, that's, that's this is very true.
0: I mean, Matt Stafford's had some games where he's had 120 yards passing. I mean, he, hasn't, he wasn't giving up the ball as much as, as previous seasons, but this is the first game where he decided to be Matt Stafford again, and he started throwing picks again.
1: Yeah, and not only was it three picks, but it was also two fumble recoveries. And three touchdowns by the Saints defense. I mean, yep. it's if you are in a very desperate situation, go ahead and play him. Or like I, Shane and I were talking before the podcast, two quarterback leagues, um, you may have to play him just due to bye weeks and injuries and whatnot. But it's it's not something that I I think I would feel comfortable with playing him.
0: Alright, and then uh getting off on some more quarterbacks, uh more two QB league kind of talk. Uh we got the we got CJ Bethard here. Um so if you're a guy I, that maybe isn't a I think two-
2: Carl should Carl should take this one yeah. personally. And let him try to I'm pulling up his stats quick. So I mean CJ Beathard came in uh came in very late to the game. They were down seventeen nothing, and he brought him back to you know, to almost win, to almost win, they were.
0: Yeah, it was close. I mean, it. They were driving the line, on the last uh, last minute of the game to try to win. It wasn't
1: yeah. the final, like 24-26 or
2: something it was like that. Twenty four to twenty six, um, and they were they were driving a little bit. I mean, they and some penalties killed
0: them on that last drive huge too.
2: Huge penalties. Um. So he went nineteen for uh, nineteen for thirty six. So not a great completion percentage, but a lot of that came in the last drive where he was, you know, trying to make plays and. Um, he threw one touchdown, but also threw that interception, which also came on the last uh, drive of the game where, you know, you're just trying to heave it up to do something. He looked good. Um, the offense seemed to do very well. I know we've kind of talked about this off air about rookie quarterbacks coming in and doing well against defenses because the defense has not, you know, they've been preparing all week for one guy and don't expect, you know, some random rookie or, you know, whatever to pop in. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I've been touting his name for a while, especially in dynasty leagues. I, I feel like he's going to be a ser- at least a serviceable NFL quarterback, and I think we're going to start to see that. What else have they got to lose? their are zero five this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not give him a chance?
2: Which fun fact? The last uh, San Francisco co- or last San Francisco head coach to start his career zero five? Bill Walsh. I was going to say Bill Walsh. That's, yeah, but that
1: was
0: back in a time where they would give you a chance.
2: That, this is true. This is very... Well, they'll give Shannon a chance. They'll get,
1: with the, they've got a whole new regime in there. I think the owner is willing to give Shannon yeah. a chance. He realizes what he did when he let Jim Harbaugh go, and he's not willing to do that again, I don't think. Uh, so the last what's on tap we've got for this week
0: um, is one that I put on here, and that would be... Uh, a Darren McFadden. Wow, I just blanked <laughs> right there. Um... Darren Mcfadden uh mostly if you are an Ezekiel Elliott owner I mean you're still got a couple weeks before things might come down might not come down it's not a bad idea to grab him and stash him grab him have him sit at the end of the bench uh he it, it's been said that if if uh if Elliott does get suspended that McFadden will be their their number one running back.
1: Yep. And they've been they've been keeping him out of the lineup. They've been keeping him, you know, as a healthy scratch for the first while here. And I think that has to do with them not wanting to get him to get hurt with his injury history. And wanting him to be f- as fresh as possible for game game time action, he,
0: he gives them more of that explosiveness. Oh, yeah. that that Ezekiel Elliott has more so than Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris has been a good compliment to Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. because he's got the different style of running.
1: He's a grinder.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's not it's not a bad idea to to grab him this week or next week. Um, I grabbed I grabbed him in one league. Uh, yep. This past week,
1: and then he put him up for trade. Oh, huh.
0: I offered them to you. <laughs> I mean, you got zeke
1: yeah i'm I'm good um but yeah that's that's
0: uh that's all we got on tap right now, so let's move right along to our beer goggles some uh some players that you know might look a little bit sexier than than they look.
2: they might look a little sexier than they look. I like that.
0: let's <laughs> we'll see how that comes um. So Zach, give us give us your beer goggle here.
2: Was it
1: uh, was it Mr. Mr. J? It was Mr. J. All right. So Mr. J, Alshon Jeffrey, um, he's coming up against Washington this week. Uh, which when he played Week One, he had three catches for thirty-three yards, thirty-six yards. Um, that was also going against Josh Norman. Josh Norman is still expected to be out, as far as I am aware, um, for at least this week. So. It could be better, but at the same time, Alshon hasn't been putting up those wide receiver one numbers that we all thought he would with Carson Wentz and his big arm. Um, Aguilor's really had the better season out of the two yeah. so far, fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, going against a kind of depleted depleted defensive backfield that just let a rookie quarterback throw for over two hundred yards in in a half um, with really no wide receivers of Nate, of worth while uh it's it, he's worth a play i mean you're going to start him regardless but i think this actually could be a week where he 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 finally puts up those wide receiver one numbers
0: yeah i mean as you were saying starting regardless i mean uh he was my third wide receiver on my bench in one of my leagues but i've got two wide receivers on bye yep so i have to start him essentially but i don't feel bad about starting him this week Like, it's not one of those things where I'm begrudgingly going to Alshon Jeffrey. It's one of those weeks where I might have debated putting him in anyway.
1: It's not like when you play Amari Cooper.
0: Yeah, it's not like when you play Amari Cooper. All right, Carl. All
2: right, so I maybe have been drinking a little too much, but um, I'm going to go with Brett Hundley. And I know that he did not put up very good numbers against um, against the Vikings last week. But he's going up against a in my opinion, a much less impressive um, pass defense. Now, they're currently ranked uh, the New Orleans Saints are currently ranked fifth against the pass this year but that's also because they faced Jay Keller who put up I think less than 200 yards in that shutout victory that New Orleans had earlier this year. Um, Played him when Cam Newton was not Cam Newton yet. Um, And so, but I mean they've given up, you know, 348 yards to Sam Bradford earlier this year, 447 to Tom Brady, 312 to Matt Stafford. Now, I'm not saying that Brett Hulley is in, you know, I'm not saying that he should be talked to next to Tom Brady, but I think that he, given the weapons around him, I feel like they can have a very, he could have a very solid game against a New Orleans Saints uh, defense that's maybe not as good as the paper says.
0: Yeah, I I don't dislike this one. I also think that the the Packers are going to want to show that they still have a passing game. Mm-hmm. So they're going to try to test that defense a lot with Humley. They want to show that they've got the backup quarterback that will be their starter for the rest of the year.
1: I think with how bad the Packers pass defense is, they are going to have to they're they're going to have to play catch up because. If there's one thing that Drew Brees can do, and that that's expose a defense, yeah. the Packers do not have a very good pass defense, mm-hmm. and all that. But they just lost two of their two of their starters who were not very good, so now they're on you know third, fourth, fifth stringers in their defensive backfield. It's there. It's going to be a case where you could easily see Hunley having to throw fifty balls for sure. So I, in that aspect, I don't hate it based on volume. Um, but it still see a lot of picks though with that volume. Yes, right. I, I could see at least at least two picks mm-hmm. out of this game, and that's just that's just a young quarterback who has all the raw talent that you can have, but who knows what he is. Right.
2: But I mean, if you you know if you're needing to take a flyer and you have you know you had Aaron Rodgers and he was injured and now you've got
1: womp, womp, womp. you know.
2: um You've got Desha- you picked up just Deshaun Watson, but he's sitting on you know he's sitting on the bench because he's on a bye this week. You know, pick up Hunley, give him a shot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, so my beer goggles is Latavius Murray versus the Ravens.
2: Which,
1: Carl, if you thought you might have been drinking a lot. It's true. <laughs> this one is hammered. So uh Murray
0: hasn't looked great this year. Less than um, three
1: yards of carry in every game.
0: It's been it's been a little rough for him. Uh, but with that said, he's playing a Ravens defense that, yes, they can give up some some big gains on the yard on on the ground. They gave up the over uh, 150 yards to uh, Jordan Howard last week. But when it comes to those shifty backs, um, the you know catch it out of the backfield kind of backs this season, the Ravens have played pretty well against them. Um, and Jarek McKinnon is more so that kind of back. So I think it, you might see a little bit more uh, Latavius Murray in this game. Uh, getting some big some big rushes right up the middle. Um, it, it just if there is a game for him to come back and say I'm I'm you know I'm gonna be the back for for Minnesota this year, it's this game. So I I think I think you could very well see uh, Murray have a really good game.
1: Yeah,
2: I I agree. Um, being a Vikings fan, it does kind of hurt me to say you know that I don't I agree with you and I don't think Jerick is gonna have a good week, but. Um. That being said, the Ravens haven't been like their defense has been fine, but they're not well. That... They're on
0: the field a lot is the biggest problem. Exactly,
2: so. and so if you have that big, you know, big or I say big bruising back, but if you have a guy that can grind down a defense like Latavius Murray, like that's going to do, it, it's going to pay off dividends toward you know third and fourth quarter.
0: Oh yeah. Um. All right. So those are our beer goggles. So let's get to the. Wheel of Destiny! Destiny. Alright, who's going first this week?
2: I'll do it. Alright, go. I going to take that bullet, Wheel but you can go ahead Destiny. and jump in. Turn, turn,
0: turn. Tell us the game that we will learn.
2: <laughs> cool. <laughs> so,
1: continuing on Brent Hundley. So,
2: continuing on Brent Hundley, um, I have received the New Orleans Saints at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers. So wow, that's an interesting matchup predictor. Yeah, I was wow. just looking at that. Um so four un- percent undecided. Yeah, uh well for a tie. So ESPN has the matchup predictor. <laughs> that's, I voted. that's that is who you voted for. Um the matchup predictor has this pretty much a fifty fifty split between New Orleans and Green Bay. Um obviously Green Bay has a lot to deal with with Aaron Rodgers being out. Um Looking at the teams, I'll start on. Uh, let's start on the Saints side. Uh, Drew Brees is a no-brainer, A plus start again against a very porous pass defense that is very injury riddled right now. Um, as Zach was saying, they're missing their top two cornerbacks. I think a, a third one got hurt at. Late in the late in the game last week, I'm not sure. He was Quentin Rollins, or yeah, it was some. It, it was well, it, it, no, it was a no name, but it was. Oh, okay. Like it was so much so that the announcers go, "Why are we even talking about this guy?" Oh, right, because everyone else is out. Um, and that was Paul Allen, who was the biggest homer in the world. But that's another story. For another <laughs> he is time. the biggest. He homer
0: is the, the biggest world. homer in the world. It kills me listening to him.
2: Yeah. Um, so Drew Brees for sure. I think Michael Thomas can kind of get off the get off the Snide a little bit. Schneid. God, I hope so. Yeah, get it off that matter. Schneid. Get off that Schneid. Um, because he's he, always on that Schneid he's, and he's he kills o- me. He's only got 28 receptions for uh, 370, uh, 321. I can't I can't read and two touchdowns, which is much less than a lot of people were expecting him to do this year. Um, I think this is a very good game for him to kind of get back on it.
0: I mean, he's still leading the, the Saints in receiving. Which but, What does
2: that say about the other receivers? But, I
0: mean, I just think that that shows that Drew Brees is divvying the ball out to more players.
2: Right. So, Drew Brees is the safest pick. Um, if you want some home run potential, Michael Thomas, maybe Ted Ginn Jr. if you're real stretching um, rushing-wise. Marking Room has been very good. He had a very good game last week. Um, you can't really count out Alvin Kamara as a nice like PPR flex guy. If you choose, he had double digits last week. Yeah.
1: If you
0: have to choose one of those two, who do you think's the big guy in the Saints right now?
2: Oh,
1: Ingram, one hundred percent. Okay, Ingram because he is. I just going want to, to bring get that the... up because
0: I was talking about it yeah. the last couple of weeks and everyone but was saying Kamara. No, Ingram's because
1: he's going to get the rushing attempts. That's he that's is. the thing with Ingram,
0: and Ingram and Ingram can also catch the ball in the backfield. Yes, I can, mean, but... I mean, Kamara's getting a lot of those, a lot of those uh, catches out of the backfield. But the fact that they, they, I, I think when defenses see them line up and see Kamara back there, they're expecting a catch out of the backfield, which opens up for for rushes for Kamara. Yeah. But when Ingram's back there, they're expecting a rush, which means that if he's coming out of the backfield to catch the ball. It it opens it up for him. For
1: Which sure. Kamara still last week had ten carries for seventy five yards. Oh yeah. He had so it's not like he's it's not like he can't run the ball. It's just that like you said you're correct, where people the teams are expecting it to be a pass. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Um as far as the Packers side goes, um, I, I would
0: like to talk real quick about a uh Saints player that is gonna go a little under the the radar this week. You're and, talking like Colby Flinger? No, I am talking about Willie Sneed.
2: Oh, I got the need—the need for Sneed. Uh,
0: so Willie Sneed, uh, he was—he played last week, but he—he's coming off an injury. Uh, he was suspended for the first few games of the season, so he didn't play in those. Yep. Um, he missed his—the first game that he could have been back, he missed because of an injury. Last week he played, uh, didn't play much though, um, and this week should be the first week that he's back fully healthy. And I think that you could see a really big breakout for Sneed because he's shown in the past that. Breeze likes to throw it downfield to him. So and I mean Ted yeah. Gird Jr has been been getting those those passes this this season. Um but I, I think that Snead could really have a big week on him.
1: Let's hope so cuz I'm playing him. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> there, there's a there's a like semi-beer goggles for that one.
2: <laughs> semi-beer goggles. Um so going back to Green Bay, um I think he still start Jordy um I think Adams, Adams, I mean, Adams is touchdown
1: dependent, just like he was last year.
0: Super touchdown dependent. Super,
1: but I mean, he's got five on the year. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, but it's a different quarterback throwing the ball now. He is, still
2: had one last week from Hundley. This is Yeah, this is true. Um, As far as running backs go, honestly, I'm kind of staying away from that backfield right now. I don't disagree um, with you. I think it's because... I don't know of, who the guy is. E- exactly, unless one of them goes down unless Aaron Jones puts the ball on the ground or Ty Montgomery re-breaks his ribs you you don't know who the guy is there
1: well let's be honest too with teams with Aaron Rodgers out you don't have to commit to the pass to a balanced defense as much because of the fact that he's not playing
2: Uh, Carl are you going to drink that bottle of ranch uh no I think it's been sitting out for a little bit um I'll give you a dollar. Nope, I know. I know how long it's been sitting out. So no, um, it's a little gross.
0: I I think that out of the two running backs that are relevant in that backfield, that Aaron Jones
1: has looked better the last couple of weeks. Yes,
0: uh, Ty yep. Montgomery had a couple more yards than him, but he also had a lot more carries than him.
1: Hmm. But that's because Aaron Aaron Jones is an actual running back. That's true. Ty yeah. Montgomery was a receiver up until last year. So. so
0: um, But with that said, I still don't know who they're going to be giving that ball to in the backfield. Yeah, field.
2: for sure. And so that's kind of tight end wise. I would look at Colby Fleener um, minus this last this past week. He's been decent, decent throughout the year. So, I mean, I think he, he's a tight end in the NFL, which means he's gross, but you have to play him. That's that's true.
0: What about Martellus Bennett or Lance Kendricks? No. I, no on both? No on both. I it's it's that. a
2: hard yeah.
1: pass.
0: I agree with that. It's the oh, the, the biggest thing is though the, it's a quarterback that is unproven and he's got some checkdowns.
2: Right. That's the only that's the only reason why I would even consider taking a look at them. Okay. But I don't there there've got to be better options out there.
0: Martellus Bennett last year looked pretty good with unproven quarterbacks with the Patriots in the first 4 games.
2: All right, I think that's all I got for the uh, Saints and the Packers. All right, I'll take the next one. All right. We love destiny. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we shall learn. Oh, my God. We well, got, we of course get the he Super gets Bowl it. Super Bowl rematch, baby.
0: Rematch. All right, to the perfect person for it, too. So we've got the Falcons at the New England Patriots. Um, So, the Falcons lost to the Dolphins last week. Yes, they did. Which is super weird to say. Like, it feels wrong coming out of my mouth. With that said, I think the Falcons might win this game. Um, Whoa! As a Patriots fan, I don't like that. I'm still rooting for the Patriots. I want the Patriots to win the game. Of course. But the Patriots have a super bad defense. I mean, the Jets the were Jets, in the game last week. They were taking over that game that for a game while. That should have been tied and in going into OT because there was a, a miss called uh, Fumble. Um,
1: well, the game should have been won by the Jets because there was... Or was it tied? Yeah, no, it would have been it, tied. You're, I'm sorry, you're Trust right. Trust me, I know what's going on. I know. It's Patriots. I, it's Patriots.
0: Yeah. Um, with that said, when it comes to uh, Falcons players... Um, I would definitely start Devontae Freeman. Um, I think that he is going to go nuts.
1: Well, I mean, I say you he start. Went the, I nuts say in you the start Super the big Bowl, three. and
0: they just never ran the ball with them when they should yeah. have done it. I
1: say you start the big three. That's the easiest way to put it. Oh
0: yeah, you start. You start Ryan. You start Julio. You start Freeman. Yep. I think you also start Hooper. Okay. I think that's a solid start. Is is Hightower back? He is. Okay. He is back. Um, but. I, he he didn't look great last week. Okay, I mean I think that he's still got some lingering injuries, and he's only back because they need him. Very and possible. He's not he's not a hundred percent. Um, I think Hooper's I think Hooper would be a solid start. Okay, uh, with the Patriots side of the ball, you start Gronk, um, number one tight end in the league this year so far.
1: Although I will he even say missed the
0: game, and he's number one tight end in the league.
1: They have a couple of Atlanta's defense has a couple of really good options that can cover Gronk. Like Keanu Neal, like Dion Jones. So I get what you're saying. Yes, definitely start Gronk. But there is that possibility that with those two in coverage, it might not be as great of a day as it was last week against the Jets.
0: I get what you're saying, but without Vic Beasley Jr., they're putting no pressure on the quarterback. I agree with that, yes. I mean, start Tom Brady. Tom Brady will be standing in that pocket forever. I mean, he's had he's had a bad offensive line this year, but they're going up against a bad defensive line. Yeah. Um. So Tom Brady is going to be a solid start to the you know surprise of no one.
1: What? Really?
0: With that said, I'd probably stay away from the. Uh, I, I might start James White, but I would stay away from Deion Lewis and, and Um Isn't Deion Lewis coming off his best week of the year? He is. Okay. I'd still stay away from him. Okay. James White is still catching the ball out of the backfield. He's still that receiving back, and I think that. I don't think there's going to be a lot of rushing yards uh, from the Patriots this week. Um, God, the the wide receivers is kind of kind of rough.
1: I was just going to say who's the, who's who comes out as the number one wide receiver, actual I mean, physical wide receiver for New England this week. I think that I mean
0: Amendola got got a little bit of a tweak last week and in injuries. Uh, Hogan got tweaked in the injuries last week as well. Um, I don't even know if Hogan. Uh... I would start. I, I would start uh, Brandon. Cook. I would start all three of them. You know what? Okay. I would say that that Amendola is not going to put up a lot of yards, but he's going to get a lot of catches. So if you're in a PPR league, start Amendola.
1: Yeah, he could be like eight for 60. Yeah, I think
0: I think Cooks is going to put up a lot of yards on a small amount of catches. Okay, but I don't think he's going to score a touchdown and i think i think hogan ends up with a touchdown so his in me, medium yards and catches so okay i think in ppr leagues in ppr leagues hogan and Amadola are definitely solid starts in any league cooks will be a solid start um and then don't touch the defenses agreed mm-hmm. keep those defenses on the bench fact or you know on the waiver wire which is where they should be or just not in the league
2: yeah yeah waiver wire
0: all right, so that is the Falcons at Patriots. Zach, it is your turn.
1: All right, let's see what we got here. God, please don't give me a crap game. Do, 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 do. Okay. That's um, a rough one to talk about right now, actually. So I got the Bucks and the Bills. Um,
2: you know, it could have been worse. It Could it? Um, I mean, it wasn't Cleveland, I guess. I mean, there's... Could have done well. Uh, Jets Dolphins. I'd rather
1: talk about that. Actually, the Jets Dolphins uh, is an interesting. It's, game it's, a, little in- right it's, oh, it's a little yeah. intriguing but anyways. Um, so on the Buck side, I, I I normally you would normally think that everything's going to come down to whether Jameis wins some plays or not. Yeah, but I but I'm going to disagree with that because of the fact that Fitzpatrick loves. He's a gunslinger. He loves to just throw the ball up and hope for the best. And he's got a 6'5 target in Mike Evans that he can do that exact thing with. And he's got another 6'4 target in Cameron Brait that he can do that exact same thing with, too. If you, if you would stop there, I was going to bring up Cameron Brait. Oh, so yeah, yeah, no, solid, I, I, got, I, got you, right I got you. I got you. Not only that, but you also have Deshaun Jackson, um, who is a deep threat. The Bills' corners aren't exactly the best thing in the NFL right now. Um and it, you know it could be it could be an interesting week. It's it's definitely not a game a game I feel really confident about playing any of the players on the Bucks. Um, but I would feel okay about playing them. With I will say though, this is going to be a make or break week for Doug Martin. Uh, Doug Martin. I agree with that. Yeah, it's if he has another if he has another double digit point game, you need to trade him. I said that after last week. If you haven't I said trained, that last week, that you yep. should
0: trade him right then.
1: Yeah, and, and I said wait another week, and he's had another double-digit point week. So I would say trade him as soon as you can. Um, with and that's really it. I mean, I, I wouldn't start Fitzpatrick unless you absolutely have to because of injuries. Um, start Mike Evans. Start Cameron Brait. But going on to the Buffalo side, uh, there is only one person you can really start and feel okay with, and that or two people, I guess. One is LaShawn McCoy. Um, he is an every week start, no matter what the matchup is. And two, Tyrod Taylor, I feel like he is he could be a decent option this week. Because the Bucks' pass defense is very susceptible. And even if the receivers, even if they don't have a true number one receiver, have a number one receiver game, Tyrod Taylor can spread the ball out enough and he can have the rushing attempts. And rushing yards to equal everything out to where he can have you a good week. Um, so
0: I have a question on one player on the Bucks side. Sure. Uh, what do you think of
1: Adam Humphries in PPR leagues? He is no more than a wide receiver four slash five or flex option. Um, you know, based on bye weeks, if you got a couple guys on bye, I think you could maybe start him in a in a flex spot. But I don't have a lot of a lot of high hopes for him because of the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he's playing, is not really a check down guy. I mean, neither is Jameis Winston, but if you look at the history of Humphreys, he doesn't get a lot of points per game. It's it's more in bunches. Yeah. And he's
0: he's only relevant in PPR. You standard yeah. league.
1: Standard League is not relevant. I mean, at all. he's he's
0: got similar numbers to Deshaun Jackson when it comes to yards. Jackson's got a couple touchdowns though, and yep. um, which makes up for the fact that Humphreys has about I think eight more catches.
1: Yeah, but that's all that I got on that one. Not a whole lot to
0: say on that one. All right, so that was the wheel of destiny. Should we? Yeah, uh, now let, let. Yeah, we don't. Need to yeah, we don't need to do a uh, a you know surrogate you one know, for let, Chris. I, oh, you already closed it. So never mind.
2: Oh, hold on. Sorry. No,
0: you're fine. We we don't have to do a fourth one. All right, so let's get into our suds and duds. Um. Oh wait.
2: Oh, Carlos we, we, got it back. We, we can do a fourth one. All right, we're I doing a fourth let's, one. Let's, let's, do, let's, do, a let's fourth do a fourth one, one all together. All right, we got time. Yep. Beep, 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 beep. Are we sure we want to do a fourth one? Ah
1: man. Um, um. No, I'm not so sure. I want to do a fourth one
0: anymore. It one, you know, let's just choose one. Let's let's do. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's see what it comes up here spinning we've got retries beep, don't worry beep,
1: beep, beep. Carl, so
0: just, cool? so this is this yeah. is an exciting podcasting right now um, uh, we're going to talk about the chiefs and raiders real that's quick that's perfect
2: that, that is there fine. We go. all right
0: cool all right so that's thursday night game. So that's coming out today correct um, yes. so this is a very important one for you so let's start with uh, the start with the quarterbacks Derek Carr came back from a fractured back. He missed one week with a fractured back.
2: Yes. Which is unreal.
0: Right? Um, Didn't look the greatest. He was okay. He hasn't he looked was great all year. He was fine. I would say it was one of
1: his better games this season. Yeah, but when you're actually watching him play, he's, the, the, the Oakland Raiders offense is not what we thought it was going to be. So
0: who's who's uh, who do you guys think are the starters on the on the Oakland Raiders offense this week?
1: Do you mean fantasy? Like starting well, Of course. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, not, just... I'm not
0: asking you who's who's
1: playing left tackle this week. Come on. Uh, give it to me. Crabtree's Crabtree's a crab, start automatically. Sure. Yeah. Um, Lynch, you have you're gonna have to start him. I think I mean, Cooper is a must sit. I'm Ooh. gonna disagree because I think Peters covers Crabtree. Which leaves the other side of that field open for Cooper. For Cooper to drop the so ball you're saying, a- But I'm not saying that Cooper is a good start, but I'm not saying his automatic sit.
0: So you're saying that it's gone to the point of the year where they stop having the number one guy on Cooper? I think so. All right. Because we were talking... I just bring that up because yeah. we were talking about that a couple weeks ago about when when that would be if with the bad games, because I thought that it would already start happening, which it hasn't yet. Yeah. They still got... They, they still had the number one guy last week on, on Cooper, but I mean... This this could very well be the week. I mean, Crabtree's shown that he is Carr's guy. Yes, he has. For sure. Lynch. What about Lynch?
1: You have to start him because of how depleted and bad the running back situation is this year. I mean, there's really, what, three guys that are every week must starts right now? Yeah. You got Kareem Hunt. You got Le'Veon Bell. Yep. And <laughs> and uh, that's the yeah, Sean McCoy No he's even No LeSean McCoy. he's had some bad He's weeks. had some really bad ge- I mean, weeks. He hasn't
2: broken 300
1: yards um, the Todd Gurley yet. had a great Start to the season But then he's had You know
2: kind of eh.
0: Jordan Howard had his Injury week But every week Other than that He's had really good weeks
2: Chris, uh, Chris Thompson Is he a true Running back though well, I, well he, I mean, he, he starts in the running back the, slot. He
1: starts in the running back slot, but I feel like they spread him out wide more than anything. He plays that Christian McCaffrey role in that offense. It'd be like last year for- when, when you were starting Ty Montgomery at wide receiver exactly. and he was actually running the ball. Right. Um, no, I think you have to start Lynch if you have him. And, just because of where you had to draft him and how bad the running back spot is. But I don't, you don't think you to- start anybody else, though. No. Uh, I, think, I think Crabtree and Lynch. Yeah, I agree.
2: On the other side.
1: Hunt, um, yes. Hunt, for sure. Hunt, Kelsey, and Smith, and that's it. I don't start Tyree killing I mean, this. Alex
0: Smith had a rough game last week. Yeah, but that but was
1: also against an up-and-coming defense. He, he still hasn't thrown a pick. I
2: was about to say, he has, still hasn't thrown a pick this year. Yeah, he just had a, he had
1: low yardage. The Raiders aren't exactly the team that they don't have a great pass defense, so they're not exactly the, the team that's probably going to pick them off. They just got Bowman. Does that help? That helps against the tight ends, but yeah. I still think that Kelsey is too fast for Bowman. <laughs> um, do you uh, if
0: Hill plays, you start him? I I think and if you're in PPR.
1: Yeah, I, I think you have to start him because of the. outside I mean, what is his number? He's got thirty catches for almost four hundred yards, or
2: yeah, thirty catches, three ninety, two touchdowns.
1: But a hundred and sixty of those yards came in week one. You can't just look at the overall numbers. You have to look at how consistent he well, is. Well, I, I get that, but
0: when you say a majority, you mean you mean eight catches for 100 and, 160,
1: 160 yards out of his three hundred and ninety. That's a third of his. That's a third over a third of his that's yards. Still in PPR one game. wise,
0: though, he's still getting a lot of balls thrown to him.
2: Right, because that's twenty two catches spread out through. The- the other five games
0: plus that uh, KC uh, wide receiver core is a little depleted after Chris Conley. Chris Conley went down. Yeah,
1: no, I agree with you. So, I just I don't think it's as a as solid of a start as a, as I think you're making it sound. But that's I just would say he's a solid
0: number two wide receiver. Okay, that's yeah. just that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, that's fine. Just how I feel. You want to fight? I Are we going outside? That. We going outside?
1: Well, you already backed on your chest. You backed on from a bet last week that you would have lost. So. What bet was it? Doug Martin getting double-digit fantasy points again. Oh, yeah. I and he was... backed down from that one, so I don't know. Maybe you're scared.
0: Oh, oh girl. all girl. All right. Mom, Dad, please stop fighting. All right, let's get to our suds and duds. So uh, I think we're going to start with Carl reading Chris's suds and duds. Oh. um, I've got that pulled up here for him. And I want you to read him verbatim
2: because we're so good at grammar here. We're the best. <clears throat> Sud is Packers QB whose name I already forgot. <laughs> Going against Saints. So for the people out there <laughs> who don't know, that's Brett Hundley. That is Brett Hundley um, who was my beer goggles earlier. Um, who's, you know, we talked I, about him in about every segment now. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, officially. Um, Yeah, I, well, you're um, is Dud. Wa- or I guess you have to read that verbatim, don't you? Yep, I do. Um, Alright, so. That's his Sud. <clears throat> dud is girly. Arizona's offense looked good with the run game, and I think they'll be able to control the game. Solid picks. Solid. So he's looking at Todd Gurley as the uh, Dud. Um essentially just thinking that Arizona's offense is going to control the majority of the game. I don't disagree AP. with them. With all day.
0: Although I don't... I If if the Rams were better against the run, I was going to take AP as my dud, but um, yeah. I don't think he has anywhere near as good of a week as he did last week. I mean, he had, what, 130 yards and two touchdowns last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Like, I, I, I could see him getting eighty yards in a touchdown this week, maybe a hundred yards in a touchdown, but I don't I don't think it's it's as good as last week. No. And I think if he plays against a good rush defense he might fall back to earth a bit.
1: Yeah, it's very possible for sure. I mean he last week he got as many snaps as he did in the first four games for New Orleans. Yeah. He had forty one snaps last week and he had forty one total in the first four <laughs> games for New Orleans. Uh with that said, I, I think that the choice of Gurley is is a pretty solid
0: choice. Yeah, I mean he's probably being started in all leagues, and I the uh, the Cardinals have been playing well against the rush actually this this entire season. Mm-hmm. It's it's against the pass they've had some struggles,
1: and that's because of the cornerback opposite of Patrick Peterson. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Patrick Peterson that's letting all those yards; it's the other one. Who I think was a, like, I think their starter at that corner
0: is the guy that got was like the fourth corner for the Patriots, Justin Bethel. Yeah. Or, oh, okay, no, I am thinking of the third, the third corner. Sorry, continue.
2: Okay,
1: well, I, I, I don't know anything. All right,
2: okay. uh, who's next for Suds and Duds?
1: I'll go. Cool. Um, so my Sud for the week I know makes Carl happy. Uh, my Sud for the week is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Drink that Kool Aid. Mm. And I am gonna put a little bit of a caveat on this, and I am gonna say that that is for PPR, um, because in standard the last the last two games he has had six catches for 29 yards and eight catches for 40 yards. He's also had a touchdown in each of those two games, but PPR bumps that into startable double digits, which is it's big, especially in a full PPR, you're getting last week he would have gotten you 18 points. That is a solid week from the and tight end position. He should have got you another seven. And he sh- saying, yeah, he should have got, got another you another touchdown. seven with another catch and touchdown. And then also uh, another
0: touchdown without the fumble.
1: Yeah. Um, that being said, he's catching a lot of balls. Uh, Josh McCown is looking his way a lot. They're not deep passes, but he's he's getting the play. And right now, he isn't every week starter, in my opinion.
2: Josh McCown made Gary Barnage a fantasy relevant tight end yeah he did yes he did and he's doing it he got got Gary Barnage a new contract he did get Gary Barnage a new contract and I think he's doing the exact same thing for Austin yep it's very possible yeah
1: um my dud for the week is I'm gonna adopt a a method that Shane adopted or that Shane started and I'm gonna call Amari Cooper my forever dud um I everyone with the exception of our producer in this room knows how much I love Amari Cooper and how much it hurts me to say this. But the guy's just not getting it done right now. There's something going on. He's not getting it done. He's not getting open. This past week was his second best game of the year. Where he had five catches for 25 yards. That's that's not that's not sustainable for a guy who was picked fourth overall. Um, until he proves otherwise, he's going to be my dud of the week every time. I can believe that.
2: Yeah. I it's... believe that. Believe
1: that.
0: Uh, Alright, so. My, uh. My, uh I'm going go to go next. This is Shane. Cool. Hi, Hi Shane. <laughs> Hi. Um. And I'm a football holic.
2: Hi, Shane.
0: So, my sud for the week is Jay Ajayi. Uh, he's had, I think we talked about, like he, I think he's had two games over 100 yards this season. Yep. Um, which for, uh, you know, number one running back that people drafted, not the best. You want more 100-yard games than that. Correct. Uh, you want more touchdowns than what he's had this year. I think he's had two touchdowns this year. Um, and uh, last week, though, we had over 100 yards against the Falcons. Uh, This week, he is playing against the Jets, who are giving up 4.6 yards per carry, and have given up five touchdowns to running backs this season. Now, it helps for Ajayi that there's not really anyone else in that backfield that they're going to be looking at.
1: Actually fun fact, Ajayi has no touchdowns this year. Oh, it's zero touchdowns. This zero year. touchdowns. There's none? No touchdowns, not one rushing or receiving.
0: Wow. Um so going up against a team that's given up almost a touchdown a week to a running back, I I I like Ajayi in this game. Uh he's got that big play of potential uh somehow he keeps he breaks out big plays and gets caught from behind a lot. Yeah. Um I believe uh oh who is it? The safety for the Jets got injured last week too. Uh Scrine. Scrine? Scrine's at one of their corners. One of their starting safeties got injured last week, okay. if I remember correctly. Um which
1: but, keep, I mean, keep going, it's a...
0: Um, which which helps with the running game a bit. Yeah. Um, well, only got Bilal Powell on here. He's out. Um, so, I like giant. That's that's the whole thing, my son. Uh, my dud, uh, I talked about a little bit earlier today, uh, Jarek McKinnon. So, he is the running back to own in the Minnesota backfield right now. I understand that. Um, I talked about it with the beer goggles that the Ravens play better against his style of running and catching the ball of the backfield uh, than they do against Latavius Murray. So I think that, one, that's going to mean that Murray's going to steal some carries from him. Mm-hmm. And two, that when he is carrying the ball, he's not going to be as effective. I can see him the only way – it's going to be one of those things where next week I'm going to be kicking myself because he scored a touchdown – like that's the only way I see myself being being mad about this dud yeah uh it's, it's getting a weird you know coming out of the backfield scoring a four yard touchdown pass because like, <laughs> right. I yeah. don't think he's running it um but still i I still would if you have other options at running back i'd 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 go with him like if you if you're debating between McKinnon and Carlos Hyde, I'd probably go Hyde this week.
2: Mm. That's, yeah, that's I know what bolt. you're
0: saying. I know, yeah. I know what you're thinking, but Hyde's a little bit healthier, and
1: uh, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. We'll see you next week. All right, and that's all we got. I think for our suds and duds.
2: Yep, that's all we got.
0: Uh, I guess we're yeah. I think I don't think there anyone else is here. Nope.
1: Um. No one else.
2: No one. No, else. Nobody.
1: Oh, did I not do mine? No, idea. No, I said Austin Safarian Jenkins was my son.
2: Carl, I guess give us your sons and duds. All right, sure, let's do it. So, uh... Zach... Sorry, Carl. Oops. No, let's just go on. No one cares. All right, so my son... Nobody, su- cares, about nobody cares about me. Nobody cares about me. Boo-hoo. All right, so my son... Sud- <laughs> can't believe you forgot about me i
1: remembered you talking and you were talking about chris's which threw me off
2: well i'm sorry well there's that i guess that's some nice solace for me um so my sud this week is george kittle tight end university of iowa i mean uh san francisco 49ers you might as well call him a San Francisco Hawkeyes at this point. At this point, kind of. Um. So the past three weeks, he has slowly but surely been getting a little bit more and more integrated into the offense. Um. Three weeks ago, he only had two receptions for 35 yards. Um. Two weeks ago, he had seven receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. And then last week, he had four receptions for 48 yards. But he was being targeted a lot more the second half of the game when C.J. Bethard, his former college quarterback... Came into the game. They're um, they're going up against the Cowboys, which they haven't had the greatest of uh, defense. Cowboys have not looked good this year. They have not looked good this year. They have not looked like Dem Boys. Um, I was seeing if they were still Dem Boys, and I'm still I think not Shane's sure. Shane's having a heart attack. No, no I'm
0: sorry. It has nothing to do with this.
2: No, it's a Celtics score, I'm guessing. Um, but, no, I think that he, he's been showing that he can be a startable tight end and I think just getting his quarterback from college to oh, yeah. start throwing him the ball, that's only going to make him that much better in the NFL and that much more startable I mean, they hooked up a lot in college, Giggity <laughs> and I, I heard what I said are, are we not doing phrasing anymore? Nope, phrasing is not a thing um, but no, I think he is a very very solid start My dud, I. My dud is more of a feeling than it is an actual, like, statistical. It's a feeling? It's a feeling. No, it's not feeling. My dud, I'm going to go with AJ Green, which. Oh boy. Yeah. And. Okay, here's my. Here's my. Thinking on this, because it's a little weird. Um, So. The Steelers are starting to kind of hit their stride. They've won a few games in a row. They're starting to show that they are the Steelers of old. Their defense is coming to um, coming to their own. They held the top-ranked offense last week to minimal. They ability. had I think
1: forty yards going into the third quarter. Yeah, forty go, total yards. They had like
2: eight going in, like out of the first half. I mean that defense showed up, and that defense is a very good defense when they try. Yeah, and I think that going up against AJ Green, they're gonna try. Granted, the Bengals off the Bengals offense is a little bit depleted because both John Ross and Tyler Boyd are injured on that wide receiving core. But I mean they still got LaFell, and AJ Green is going to be targeted a lot. But I think that the pittsburgh steelers are going to be able to neutralize that i it's it's more of a hunch than it's more of a gut feeling than an actual statistical you know reasoning why you remember the
1: last time you had a big name receiver that you put in the dud column i do actually Um, and you hit that one so
2: well we'll we'll see
1: yep um okay so now that every one of us have gone (laughs) but you forgot about me no i did not Kyle, do you? No? Okay. Got some trivia? Or not trivia, uh, some fun facts? Yes, I do. I have a few here. Um, So the first one here is Kareem Hunt is the only player in the Super Bowl era to begin his career with six straight games of 100-plus scrimmage yards. Uh, Next here, uh, and Shane, this should be close to your heart. Tom Brady this past week officially became the most winning quarterback in NFL history with 187 yes, passing the mark set by Peyton Manning of 186. Most winning quarterback in uh, regular season. Regular he season was already yeah. the most
0: winning quarterback counting playoffs.
1: Yes, correct. Um, by a lot
0: actually. <laughs> yeah, by like 16 years, by about by sixteen like games. Season. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson has 15 touchdown passes this season in six games. Brock Osweiler threw 15 touchdowns in 15 games last season. (laughs) That's about right. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, This one next year. This one I thought was kind of interesting. The first ever Harvard to Harvard touchdown pass connection happened this last weekend.
2: Oh, my God. It was um, Fitzpatrick to... to Brate? Yep, Brate.
1: Fitzpatrick to yep. Brait. First ever Harvard to Harvard touchdown connection. I thought that was kind of interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. That's... I'll be more excited when we have the first ever
0: Harvard to Yale.
1: <laughs> um, I've, I got one last one here, and this is just kind of mind-blowing. Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown account for over 70% of the Steelers' offensive touches this year.
2: That's about right. Yeah, I believe that.
1: But doesn't is it, just think about that though. That is insane. You like that? Of their touches? Of their touches. So not
2: even not yards I, touches. So I have having to have a couple stats up right now, because Le'Veon Bell has a hundred and thirty four He has a hundred and thirty four carries? Oh, that's not that. He had
1: like thirty thirty last week, and then he had like twenty some odd the week before.
2: He's a hundred and thirty four carries. Antonio Brown has forty eight receptions. Um Ben Roethlisberger has completed 137 passes. So, I mean, that's... So that's a third of his passes. A third of his passes go to Antonio Brown. That's over a third. That, that is over a third. Um, I want to see... <laughs> I can't find Antoni- or Le'Veon Bell's receiving totals for the year. Uh, it's pretty good. It, yeah.
1: I mean, two weeks ago, we had 10 catches.
2: Right. Uh, Lev Bell has... On the year Um. Uh, Solid 30, podcasting. Yep, thirty uh thirty receptions.
1: So that's what, seventy-four reception or seventy-eight receptions? Between the two of them. They have over
2: half of half of yep. um his reception.
1: Half of his half of Big Ben's completions. That's crazy. Wow. Jeez. Well, and I, they
2: still can't be stopped. No wonder Martavius Bryan wants a trade.
1: He came out and said that was false. He came out and said that he did not request a trade. Of course, he's gonna say that. I know he.
2: I know, but it, but you don't
1: blame
0: him. I got off- he's third on the team behind those two. I got offered, and a, then Juju's not far behind. No, him.
2: I got offered Javorius Allen for Martavius Bryant in a league. No. In a redraft, or yeah, Uh like you have Buck Allen. No, I have Martavius Bryant.
1: Oh, I would take that trade. You would? Yeah, I would. I take that trade because you Buck have Allen Martavius is Martavis Bryant, and you
0: you would get Buck Allen. Yes, the number two back in in the Ravens backfield right now because yes. Alex Collins is the number one guy. The right number
1: now. one receiving back in that backfield is Buck Allen. He is getting more points on a week to week basis than Martavis Bryant is.
0: It is a PPR. Oh,
1: it is PPR. Yeah.
2: Well, that wasn't clarified beforehand. I, I'm sorry. And what am
1: I going to do with you guys? I, probably, I didn't do. I I was well. I guess I already had my flub up of the week, so. I said flub. That's right. All right, guys.
0: So it looks like we just finished a couple more beers. Um, And that's the end of your fantasy hangover. Uh, So have a good week. Good luck. See you next week. Deuces.